What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Egan, and I will be your host. In today's world, we're taught that the human body is inherently flawed, but that's so fucking false. I'm going to prove it. It's my goal with this show to bring the people and the information to help you with the nutrition and fitness, to help you see what the human body is truly capable of, and to help you win the war within, giving you the ultimate mind muscle experience. Going to apologize in advance for how fucking nasally my damn breath sounds. My breath? What? <laughs> how my voice sounds. You guys follow me on the interwebs? Then you'll know. Maybe you'll know. I don't think I actually explained it. But I got my nose fucked up last week. I started taking boxing a few months ago. I still find it challenging <laughs> to block my face. So that's good. So, needless to say, my nose was very impaired last week. I literally, I, I couldn't sleep. Uh, life hurt for a few days there. Uh, but now it's, I'm, I'm on the other end of this. Uh, but my, I still, uh, I, actually today, I had a little bit of breathing coming through the right nostril. So that's good. It's a step in the right direction. Anyway, my voice still sounds super nasally while this, uh, What's, I was going to say repairs itself, so I guess that's true, but I, I really meant heal. So just stick with me today. I promise this won't last forever. It really won't. Okay, so today I want to talk about overcoming fat loss plateaus. Uh, I mean, plateaus really as a whole, but like we're, we're going to go deep into just specifically fat loss because what people don't realize is that – and you know – for good reason. Like, I guess some of this stuff about the human body, the anatomy, things within ourselves, it, there is some intuition <clears throat> involved. There's some instinctual things because we are technically animals first. But uh, it's so lost on the world with the ways technology has modernized things. So uh, it's understandable. But the human body the human beings i mean most most animals really are we are the human body though is an adaptation machine uh, and i'm going to uh, give credit where credit's due i actually heard tom bill you say that once and i love it so but it's the truth we the human body is an adaptation machine like we adapt to fucking everything like if you just think about how times began uh like what your parents went through, your parents' 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 parents. Like they didn't grow up with a fucking iPhone, but we are here, right? So uh, we've adapted to that way of life. We've And I was talking to a friend about cities earlier. People who live in cities, they, them, their family before them have adapted to living that way. Cities weren't always a thing. I mean – that's a lot like New York City alone. Just think about this shit. There's like 10 million people there. And in New Jersey alone, there's like 9 million. So we got a state that has less people than a city. And there's probably more of that out there. But that's not the point. The point is we as human beings are adaptation machines, monsters. We adapt to everything. So with that being said, the same thing applies when you're trying to lose some fat, you're trying to build some muscle, trying to lose weight, like re regardless of really what you're doing, uh, because I know it's the same thing as I was trying to put on weight a few months ago, it, your body will adapt to it. It's inevitable, really. 
So what do we do then? You know, because if you really think about this, the human body has adapted to people being overweight, people who carry enormous amounts of muscle. Like if you look at people who step step on the Olympia stage, like bodybuilders, it's look impressive. My, my hat goes off to those people, but that shit isn't normal. It's not, it's not realistic for most of us, but the human body has adapted to that. Humans aren't meant to ca- uh, carry that much muscle. You know, we, we adapt to new environments. Our skin adapts to different stimulus, um, illnesses for fuck's sake, you know, antibiotics, like these things weren't always around and we've adapted to them. Um, so let's, let's take a step back here with this, right? What is adaptation even mean? Because I want to make sure we're all on the same page here. So this is how I'm going to define it today. Uh, it's an adjustment made to an environmental condition or it's not even made, but it's just an adjustment to an environmental condition. So like if I were to go outside right now, my body would adapt to the difference in temperature. You know, the reason we sweat is to keep our bodies cool. So that's your body adapting to a new climate, a new stimulus. So adapt uh, adaptation is the adjustment to environmental conditions. So when we're trying to lose weight, the body will adapt your meta, your metabolic, uh, what's what I'm looking for here? Metabolism, that's what I was looking for. Your metabolism will adapt. So if you're trying to lose 10 pounds the next few months and you're eating like in a 300 calorie, 300, yeah, 300 calorie deficit, um, you know, you start losing weight, start losing weight, and then maybe like, I'm just spitballing here because I don't really know when this would happen. But week seven, eight, nine, you start to realize that you're, the scale's not moving. You're, you look the same, your body, not, like nothing seems to be moving in the right direction. You're not getting stronger. Uh, you don't feel any better. It just, it just, you just seem blah, the same, right? So your body has now adapted, okay? Your metabolism has adapted to the uh, calorie intake. Uh, since you've lost some weight already, you're going to have to reduce your calories more to make up for the fact that your metabolism has changed due to the fact that you have lost weight. So there are a few different ways to handle this. Um, and on, like I said, uh, the, like adaptation happens all the time across the board. So it doesn't really matter what necessarily you're adapting to. Uh, these things could have really helped for a lot of things. Uh, so, okay, and, and, I'll sh- and I'll explain myself further. So uh, one of the most popular ways, if you've hit a fat loss plateau and you're not sure what to do, you've adapted, your body's adapted, uh, you know, you just don't know where to go next. So sure, yeah, you can reduce your calorie intake, right? You change your macros. You can do those things because like I said, your your body's most likely adapted to the fact that you've lost weight. Your metabolism is different. Maybe you're not drinking enough water. My water game is a little is slacking today, admittedly, but so you could, uh, yeah, you could change your calories. You could cut them a little bit more, but like who wants to start? Like, especially if you don't know if that's the case, you can experiment a little bit. And, and I think this is where we need to begin as like a society and especially like, uh, an industry as a whole. I want to see fitness change here, health and fitness, like that realm. It's like, we need to reframe, um, the way we view just all of it. It's like we as people, like, yeah, there's, you know, I talked in the last episode about scientific research and how far it's come and how amazing it is. But at the same time, you will never find anybody with the same, same exact molecular structure. I don't know if that's accurate. 
It sounded awesome in my head. But you'll never find someone who's the exact same as you. So to, to claim that one diet it will work for all, that this exercise is the bee's knees and, and that everybody should be doing this is just insane. And the way I want to see the world or the fitness industry reframe is that we are all science experiments to some degree or another. So, and I'm not saying start like doing things that might kill you. <laughs> what I'm saying is don't be afraid to experiment with food. Uh, see what foods work, but don't. Like if you're eating a certain food that's always sending you to the bathroom and not in a good way, um, it's probably time you cut that shit out. <laughs> Get it? Pun intended. No pun intended, really. Uh, that just kind of happened. But you get my 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 uh, my drift here. It's it's we are all science experiments. So why not figure it out? Okay. So back to what I was saying about cutting calories. If you don't know for sure if, if cutting calories will work, why not experiment a little bit? Or you already cut calories, and that didn't work, right? So experiment number one, that's done. Uh, cutting another two hundred calories did nothing. So what next? You could try implementing a refeed day. I don't know if I actually said this yet, but this is this is probably one of the more common themes out there, and it's actually a really good strategy. So you could start by just implementing one extra refeed day a week. So again, you're eating, let's say, you're eating at a three to five hundred calorie deficit. You've hit a weight loss plateau, and maybe your your metabolism is stuck with that that lower calorie threshold. You could add a refeed day and eat at more of a calorie maintenance, maybe even a little bit higher uh, once a week to kind of re to reboost your metabolism, maybe get a little bit extra carbs in you, a little bit extra energy, because um, that's a common thing too. If you've been in a calorie deficit for a long time, if you've been trying to lose weight for you know a couple months, a couple years maybe even, uh, you may feel a lot less energy and just adding one, one refeed a day. I'm telling you right now to people out there who are like lifetime dieters or who have struggled and tried this and that, they're trying to figure out what works right and if they eat a little bit too much, they're worried they might get fat. Like I'm telling you right now, adding a refeed day in is a game changer. One, you get to like, you get to eat enough in a day to the point where you don't have to feel like you're starving yourself. And you get to do that once a week, you know? So it's like once a week rolls around, you gotta get you get that little boost of energy, a little pick-me-up. You do it whenever it works best for you. So you eat in a bit at, at about calorie maintenance and you know, maybe even a little bit higher if you're if you're not in a rush to lose weight, which you shouldn't be because it takes fucking time, motherfucker. Uh, but yeah, you know, it boosts your carbs up, get some more energy in you. It's it's a fucking game changer. And it kind of throws your body for a loop a little bit, right? So you've been, let's just say six months, being in, in a three to 500 calorie deficit. And then you decide to implement refeed days. You know, once a week, you just eat a little bit of a higher calorie intake for the day. And again, all of this is assuming that you're actually tracking your calories. You're on top of your nutrition. You know what you're eating. Um, I don't think people need to track calories if you know what you're eating and what your body needs. The problem there is the human body has adapted to the fact that we have no fucking clue what it's trying to tell us. Like, I truly believe, I was thinking about this the other day, I truly believe this with every fiber in my being that everything the human body does, like a pain, um, any kind of noise it may make, like cracking, uh, your stomach making noises, uh, my nose sounding fucked up right now, or my voice sounding fucked up due to my nose, It's it's all a sign from our body. I think our, our body gives us signs all day, every day, and we have 
literally we are we are we as a collective species i am not i'm not uh narrowing in on a single person because i'm guilty of this we as a species are so disconnected from the animal the organism we are because we are an animal people forget this shit you're an animal and i mean that in the most polite way possible um forget exactly how i got off on that tangent disconnected that's right we are disconnected so we can't we don't always we don't know what our body actually needs people think that they need food because they quote unquote feel hungry and if you are chronically dehydrated you are going to feel hungry a lot if you're constantly eating sugary foods you are going to feel hungry a lot it's the way and i could go into detail on this if you really want me to so let me know but the point is if you're not doing the little things right if dude i'm learning more and more about the 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 effects of our hormones in our body our hormones are literally chemicals so think about chemistry class you may or may not have taken in high school right and you just mix it together to see what happens so that is literally happening inside of our bodies all the fucking time and if you are chronically dehydrated for one you're gonna feel hungry like i said sugary foods gonna feel hungry if you are sleep deprived you are going to feel hungry because when we yeah, I'm not going to get into it because this is going to take me forever. But when your cortisol levels are higher, when you're sleep deprived, it can tend to lead to you feeling hungrier. Just keep that in mind. Okay, so refeed days, right? Like I said, you could change, you could change your macros, you can change your calorie intake. Um, maybe you want to cut a little bit of water weight, you know, if you're eating a higher carb intake, you're going to carry a little bit more water. It's just the nature of the beast. So like I said, if you want to uh, switch it up a little bit, you want to break through that fat loss plateau, change your macros. That's another option. You could cut a little bit of carbs, maybe add some more protein, something to that effect. The thing with that there is protein has the highest thermic effect uh, of all the, the macronutrients. Ah, sorry. About to start drinking my pre-workout. I'm getting a fuck pump after this. Um, but yeah, so maybe cutting your carbs, increasing your protein can help. You know, as a vegan, I feel like it's uh, stereotypical to think more of like the high carb thing. People get so crazy about their diets. It's crazy. I don't quite understand why you get so obsessed with it. I lied. I used to be a little bit like that. Um, but you would think, I guess, maybe I'm more of like a high carb person. I don't really give a shit. I, I'm more about what works best for people. So like, I, and, and there is some validity to the argument for prioritizing protein i think anyway so you can change your macros that's another way to do it um one of the things i like to do uh i just did this with my lean bulk well lean ish bulk back in i want to say i did this in may uh and i took like a diet break and you know again if you're someone who's struggled with this for a lifetime it's one of those things that it's going to feel uncomfortable at first but it's worth it so you do like three weeks of maybe do like a hard cut so you're trying to lose weight a little bit quicker because you're going to take that diet break so you could be like a five six hundred calorie deficit and then for a week you go back up to calorie maintenance give your body a little rest you know get some more energy in you and then go back to it for three weeks you know these things don't have to be you don't have to okay so if you do this it doesn't mean for that one week to eat whatever you want. It just means to eat a little bit more food, eat at calorie maintenance. So if you're eating at uh, 1800 calories to cut some weight uh, and your calorie maintenance is 2400 or so, uh, when you go back to that one week of, of your diet break, you eat 2400 calories. It doesn't mean you eat whatever the fuck you want. You know, cause you still have to remain disciplined. 
I still got to eat the right food. Still got to get your sleep, your hydration, shit like that. So uh, take a diet break. You know, three weeks, three weeks of of hard dieting, consistent discipline, and then a week of you know eating at calorie maintenance, taking a load off, restoring your energy, restoring your mind, getting your yourself right back on track. You could literally do this every month if you need to. Again, this is about a journey. The the it's look the byproduct of getting healthier and losing weight is the way you look. However, uh, that's why it's so important to have a bigger picture, a bigger purpose, a, a why behind it, because it makes it all easier. If you're focused on that external uh, goal, what happens when you reach it? You're going to be done. You may find find yourself falling into this loop of, I lost the weight, I put it back on, lost the weight, put it back. You know what I mean? Like find a bigger purpose, uh, and then it gets a little bit easier. And then experimenting with yourself gets a little bit easier because when you're focused more on the end, if you're focused more on why you're doing rather than the end result, you're not going to be as concerned about when it happens. Wow, I haven't said that out loud yet because it's something I'm really starting to notice in my life. It, with fitness, I would say at first it was more uh, of a vanity thing. I wanted the results like yesterday, but like I've been more patient with my fitness over the last two, three years. However, I've been noticing in the rest of my life that that's the way it is. It's like when you stop focusing on that external goal and you really focus on why you're doing shit and the and being intentional and having a purpose, it's like the when really doesn't matter because you know it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when, right? So be patient, have a bigger purpose, a, a why, you know, you can experiment with all these, like the reefy days. Again, we are science experiments, my friends. What better person to tell you what you need than you? People focus on doctors and shit saying what you need. Those motherfuckers don't know. Fuck them. I know that might bother some people because people really, uh, modern medicine, I suppose, has its place, but like, fuck it. Uh, so don't be afraid to experiment. Understand you and what your body needs. You know, reefy days. They're good. They're, I would say that's probably one of the more popular ways to to break through fat loss plateaus. I could be wrong though. I haven't been around the block that long yet. I, I think dieting dieting breaks are great. Um, just kind of get yourself to reset, recharge, and and you know three weeks is or, or if with consistent discipline with your your nutrition and your training, three weeks you can you can get you can put a fucking dent in the wall. You know, uh, don't be afraid to try different macros. See how your body adjusts. Uh, see how your body reacts. Even if, even if you're eating a plant-based diet, doesn't mean you have to eat a high-carb, low-fat, moderate, low-fuck protein. Like you can eat whatever you want. Like my my diet's probably more fat than anything, just because it works well for me. Take the time to figure that out. Um, the the one last thing I'll say about this is don't be afraid to change your training stimulus. I mean that's what training is, right? It's a stimul it's a stimulus to the body. What we do is we go into the gym, we train hard, we break muscles down, our sleep, our hydration, our, our nutrition, it builds them back up stronger. Um, if you're doing the same routine that you started with that helped you lose 50 pounds, it may be time to change that up because, again, the human body is an adaptation machine. It most likely is going to... Whoops, sorry, hit the desk. It is most likely going to adapt to whatever you throw at it. Really, I mean, I truly mean that. It's incredible. Man, I think, 
I personally believe learning uh, about the human body should be at the forefront of every fucking curriculum in every fucking school and every person should understand their body a little bit more thoroughly because if you did, I wouldn't sound crazy to the majority of you. <laughs> I'm sure I do, but that's cool because our bodies are absolutely incredible. And, you know, when it comes to train uh, to your body adapting to training stimulus, maybe even switching up modalities will work. If you're someone who's lived off cardio, that it's look, cardiovascular health is huge. It's I, I have put more of an emphasis on it in my own life. However, if you're trying to, as people say, tone up, if you're trying to lose weight and, and look a little bit more sculpted, a little bit more defined, something to that effect, all, all toning really is, is, is building muscle. You know, people don't like the way that sounds, I think. Uh, and, and I guess I get it. However, uh, you're going to want to lift weights if you really want it to tone up. You know what I mean? If you want to build a little bit, if you, I don't want to say that because I don't want to scare anybody off, but if you're, if you really do want to, to tone up, you're, you're going to, you're, you kind of need to lift weights because when you lose the fat, you lose the weight, uh, you need to replace it with something or else it, it, I mean, we all have the muscles, but the, if you don't train them, they, they, they're just there. Uh, so if you want them to be visibly aesthetically pleasing, if you want to have a little bit more definition on your frame, then get rid of the cardio, cut it back a little bit, cut it back a, a lot of it and really increase the weights. Try to get stronger. Man, being strong is dope. And, be, and that looks different for everybody. You know, we don't all have to be deadlifting 8,000 pounds. Um, however, be like, just get fucking strong. Lift shit up, put it down, put on some muscle, lose some fucking weight. Try one of these ideas out to, to bust through the fat loss plateau if you need it. If shit, any kind of plateau, just, just do it. All right, guys, if you took anything from this episode, please drop a, what is it? Fuck. Uh, no, it's not a comment. You don't comment on the podcast. Wow, this is bad. Uh, oh, that's it. Leave a rate and review on iTunes. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, is there anything else I need to say? Oh, I'll just see you guys. Uh, you guys will hear me in the next episode. Peace out, yeah.